this podcast does not provide medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. It should not be used as a substitute for healthcare from a licensed healthcare professional. Consult with your healthcare provider for individualized treatment or before beginning any new program. Hello and welcome to Weld Wisconsin Radio, a podcast discussing health and well-being topics with experts from all around the state of Wisconsin. I'm your host, Renee Fox, and today my guest is Janet Hutchins, Friends Group and Volunteer Service Coordinator for the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources. Janet, thank you for joining us today to talk about ideas for moving outdoors this winter season. Thanks, Renee, for inviting me to join you on Well Wisconsin Radio. I'm really excited to be here today. Oh, I can't wait to get started with our conversation. Um, can you start us off today just by telling us first a little bit more about the work that you do with Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources? Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, I really love the work I do for the Wisconsin State Park System. I get to work with our friends groups who are nonprofit organizations that are dedicated to supporting our specific properties um, that include state parks, state forests, trails, recreation areas, and scenic waterways. And there's 64 of those groups that support 69 of our properties all across the state through fundraising, like they sell firewood, ice, souvenirs that you find on our properties. Um, they host special events like 5K runs and seasonal celebrations. They organize volunteer work days, and they donate back to the property to support our natural pro naturals programs and help construct new amenities like shelters and nature centers, things like that. So they're always looking for volunteers and new members, and you can find a listing on our website. Mm, and our listeners can check out that link to your website in our episode show notes. Yeah, and I also coordinate our volunteer services program where I work with our staff to help promote our volunteer opportunities across the state and recruit volunteers. We or I organize statewide event series like our Work Play Earth Day events during the month of April, Public Lands Day in September, and I work with staff to recruit long-term volunteers and help onboard and train them. So we have positions like campground hosts who come and stay for a month at the campground and help answer questions and sell firewood and um, interact with campers. And we have naturalists, we have property maintenance staff, uh, adopt a trail groups. So that information is also on our website, along with an online registration system, which is fairly new and um, people are really enjoying that. Oh, those sound like a lot of exciting opportunities. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, can you talk a little bit about this State Parks Out We Go campaign and the purpose behind it? Yeah, we started this um, a handful of years ago as a way to kind of plug into um, encouraging people to get outside to improve their health and wellness. Um, we know that getting active outdoors really benefits mental health and um, physical wellness. And we want to provide opportunities um, and ways that everyone can get outdoors. Um, and a lot of our activities are really um, designed to help people feel comfortable and welcome to try new outdoor recreation activities and learn about Wisconsin's unique natural and cultural resources. Um, we really strive to make them entry-level activities for individuals and families um, to find joy in exploring nature and trying new things. 
as we know, when the temperatures drop and the snow starts to fall, a lot of us maybe are not thinking about getting outdoors. For some of our listeners who may be new to visiting state parks in the winter, can you talk about some of the great things you have planned um, for being outdoors and again, lining up with that Out We Go campaign for this winter? Yeah, there's so many exciting things happening um, in the outdoors to help people enjoy getting out. And one of our most popular activities is the candlelight events. And those are um, where we invite people to come out and um, hike or snowshoe, cross-country ski. And just imagine being under the stars on a crisp, clear winter night, crunching through the snow, following a path made of luminaries that light up the forest and listening to winter wildlife, like owls hooting back and forth through the trees. Um, Hikes can be, like I said, they can be walks, snowshoes, cross-country skiing, and then we usually follow those up with a warm bonfire with hot chocolate and maybe some s'mores to help warm you up. Mm, Sounds like magical experience. Yeah, it really is. Um, And you really have to experience it to to really know how that feels to be out candlelight in the in the forest. Um, We also have first day hikes which happen on January 1st every year and it's a really good time to just start out the year the right way and and get get feeling good, get moving. Um, And these are usually daytime hikes and it's walking with a group and exploring a new trail Um, and they're usually led by a naturalist or park staff where you can learn more about nature specific to that region or habitat um, and ask questions about the park and and about the the flora and fauna of that area. And then later in January, we have a free fishing weekend. That's January 20th through the 21st um, in 2024. And it's a time to get out without having to have a fishing license or a trout stamp or a salmon stamp. And you can, um, it's great for families and friends to give it a try and try to catch fish through the ice. (laughs) Um, So you can try this with experts and get some good tips and tricks. And um, all of those are listed on our DNR event calendar. Really, a lot of these activities happen um, all across the state. So um, anywhere from Havenwoods um, in Milwaukee, that's a state forest actually right in the city of Milwaukee. Um, And then um, places like Mirror Lake um, in central Wisconsin by um, the Wisconsin Dells. Um, And then places like um, Perot State Park or um, maybe Buckhorn State Park um, all across the state. Um, And then we also have things as far north as Copper Falls and Amnicon Falls. So really, um, really you can find a place that's going to be within uh, an hour driving distance of your location um, to get outdoors. Fantastic. In addition to opportunities to get active outdoors, um, what are some educational programs that you have going on this winter? Um, Well, one of our um, big events is uh, Out We Go Snow, and that is happening January 20th at Willow River State Park near Hudson. And that's a family fun event to try either different outdoor recreation experiences or learn more about nature. So we'll have everything from cross-country skiing to snowshoeing, snowmobiling. We'll have outdoor wheelchairs there, adaptive sit skis, um, sledding, hiking, winter fat tire biking, again, bonfires and hot chocolate. 
Um, and our friends groups will be there also to talk about um, their volunteer activities and fun things that they do um, and helping teach about um, nature as well. So um, that's one great family uh, friendly activity. And then some of our properties do in December coming up here, some natural greenery uh, workshops where you can put together, um, excuse me, a door decoration, porch pots, um, wreaths, um, things like that with real greenery and learn a little bit more about um, the different types of greenery you can use and maybe identifying some of those trees that the greenery comes from. Uh, we also have story time for youth where um, kids can come with their family members and learn about birds, turtles, hibernation, um, winter stargazing, all types of topics um, are available. And then um, places like Devil's Lake has uh, a drop-in where you can pick up um, a nature discovery clue card and head down the trail and look for trivia signs along the way, answer those trivia questions, and then there's prizes as well. So that's a fun activity um, that you can do right from the nature center. And then one of the great things in wintertime is animal tracking. There are tracks everywhere in the snow and um, even tracks underwater because we know animals go under the ice. So learning about what animals make tracks and how to look for them and how to identify them. So you can kind of learn a little bit more about what those animals are doing in the wintertime. Um, another activity happening um, at Haven Woods, which I mentioned before in Milwaukee, is Winterfest. They have a winter festival for families um, with all kinds of activities and they're doing tracking as well, um, making your own animal tracks to take home and just coming out and having a great day to try snowshoes um, and, and get out there and have fun. So tell me a little bit more about um, trying snowshoes. I know you mentioned the snow guided walk. Um, a lot of participants might be having snowshoes on during that event. So for someone who might be trying snowshoeing for the first time, um, what type of equipment rental programs do you offer and, and where can that be found? Yeah, we do have both rental and loaner programs. So we do have the ability to just check out snowshoes without a cost at some of our properties. So um, Haven Woods and Milwaukee and Devil's Lake also offer the free loaner programs when their nature centers open. Uh, so just check the hours before you head out on that one. Um, and then we have other properties where you can um, rent snowshoes like Buckhorn State Park and Chippewa Moraine State Recreation Area. Copper Falls, way up north, um, High Cliff State Park, um, Kinnikinick State Park, which is over towards Hudson, uh, Lapham Peak, which is um, closer to Appleton, Perot State Park, which is over on the um, western side of Wisconsin, Wildcat Mountain, and Willow River State Park. So lots of places um, scattered across the state that you can find um, and rent snowshoes. Um, I know you mentioned, you know, some events are designed and um, for families in mind, but can you talk a little bit more about, you know, the various events that you've already described? Are children usually able to, um, to participate in all of those activities and um, also pets? Should families um, bring everyone along? 
Yeah, good question. Uh, yeah, a lot of our activities are um, family friendly um, and open to youth, uh, but some of them may be a um, little more distance to hikes and things like that. So if you have younger children, you may want to be sure you read the descriptions carefully. Um, if you're really not sure, contact the property ahead of time. They'll gladly um, let you know what the details of the event are, especially if it's a, a hike. Um, but yeah, a lot of our activities are designed around um, the whole family and especially bringing pets. Bringing pets are really fun to bring to the state parks and forests. Um, the one thing to remember when bringing pets in the wintertime is a lot of our trails are youth designated. So if it's a cross-country skiing trail that's been groomed for cross-country skiing, um, pets are not allowed on those trails, but we do allow them on our snowshoe and hiking trails. So just be sure you check the designation for the trail type before you head out. Yeah, great guidance. Janet, could you talk a little bit more about the type of adaptive equipment that you have available at state parks for people with mobile disabilities? Oh, yeah, this is a really exciting program. I'm really glad you asked about our adaptive equipment. Um, the Wisconsin DNR is really committed to providing universal access opportunities for all Wisconsinites, especially in winter. And several of our parks, forests, and trails offer a variety of options for people with disabilities so they can enjoy the wintry outdoors too. So we've been growing our fleet of equipment and just launched a new outdoor wheelchair program this summer uh, where we have several chairs that have um, different adaptations. Um, a handful of them have um, tracks on them so they can go across different terrain and through the snow. So these are outdoor wheelchairs that can be used year round. So we encourage people to um, make a reservation online and try out those chairs. So those are available at Buckhorn State Park, Peninsula State Park, Point Beach State Forest, and Kettle Moraine State Forest at Pike Lake. We also have um, cross-country sit skis, and that's a fantastic opportunity for people with mobile impairments to try out cross-country skiing. And they're available for free to use at Buckhorn, Catamarine State Forest, Lapham Peak Unit, Mirror Lake State Park, and Richard Bong State Recreation Area in the southeast part of Wisconsin. I also want to mention that several of our playgrounds now have universally accessible equipment on them and can be used in the wintertime as well. So um, children may want to check out those uh, playgrounds with that inclusive playground equipment. So are there typically costs associated with visiting state parks and a collaboration with the library to help provide more access to people who want to um, visit parks across the state? Yeah, good question. So there is an admission fee for most Wisconsin state park system properties and state trails. Uh, it can be paid at, on a daily rate, or you can purchase an annual pass that provides unlimited access during the calendar year. In 2024, um, for 2024, the admission passes go on sale on Black Friday and are good for the rest of this year and next year. So those make great holiday gifts. Uh, but if you're looking for um, 
a first time visit to uh, a park or a forest and you're not really sure, you just want to try it out or you want to check out those snowshoes for a first time and see if you like it. Uh, we do have a pro new program called Check Out Wisconsin State Parks at Your Library. It launched in 2022 and it's a collaboration with the DNR, Department of Public Instruction, the Wisconsin Association of Public Libraries and the Friends of Wisconsin State Parks. And the idea there is to reduce barriers for people who want to do a first time visit to state parks and forests and maybe not, um, they're not able to pay the fee or they just wanna give it a try and see if it's, it's the right thing for them. And they can go to the library and check out a free day pass. And that gives them a one-time, one-day opportunity um, to check out all the things that we've been talking about and really get out there in the winter. And they can check those out from their library right in their community. We do have a list of all of those libraries on the DNR website. So you can check out and see if your library has this program. And if not, maybe ask them if that's something they might have in the future. And I also want to point out that a lot of our libraries have equipment and things that you can use to enjoy the outdoors. So you might be able to check out some binoculars or a backpack with bird ID books. Um, so all kinds of things. So ask your library what they might have to help enjoy winter recreation. And I do know that some of them have snowshoes and I've heard that a couple of them have bicycles. And I don't know if they have winter fat bicycles, but maybe that's something to come. Oh, excellent resources. Great idea to just tap into that and see what is available. Um, I'll be sure to link to the DNR um, page that our listeners can access in our episode show notes. Great. So outside of planned winter events, what are some other ways that our listeners can be more active when visiting state parks on their own or with their family and friends this season? Yeah, um, I would say to go online and check out our winter exploration maps. We have um, a variety of maps for different regions in the state that show where you can check out that equipment or what's available. Um, and that gives you a lot of good ideas. But if you're just passing by on the road and you want to drop in and visit, a lot of our properties have a park map and a newspaper that describes all the types of things you can do in different seasons. And it might even have some um, activities in the newspaper. Um, so you can check those out. And then we also have kiosks at our trailheads where you can uh, read more about what's available along a trail. Maybe it's a nature trail where you can stop and read interpretive signs. Um, so check out those different things um, if you have the ability to do a little bit of planning before you hit the trail. Also, um, some of our properties have nature centers that are open in the winter time. So check the hours and um, you may be able to drop into a nature center and um, do a little hands-on exploration with some of the fun things that you can find there. We also have a program called Wisconsin Explorer and it's for um, kids ages three through nine and they can either download a booklet from our website or pick up one at the park office. Uh, when it's open, and that will have lots of um, variety of observational activities that kids can do um, any time of year. So I would encourage folks to, to plan that way and then also prepare. Um, if you take a picnic lunch out with you to visit a, a property, which I really like to do even in the wintertime, um, 
either use reusable items or be sure to bring a garbage bag. We have a pack in, pack out rule at the at the park, so be prepared. Also, I would recommend being prepared and dressing for the weather to dress in layers with a wicking layer on the bottom, a warmth layer, and then a wind and water resistant layer on the outside. That's going to help you be warm and comfortable as you um, hike, hike or um, ex- explore the park. Excellent resources and tips. Thank you so much, Janet. Really appreciate you joining us and for all of these ideas and motivations for, to help us stay active this winter. Thanks. I'm looking to out we go this winter and you can find out more on the DNR website, dnr.wi.gov. Fantastic. Thanks. We'll again have that linked in our episode show notes. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Renee. Remember the Million Steps Challenge from years ago? It's coming back in January, except now it's about way more than steps. Just move for a million. That is, move the equivalent of one million steps in ways that work well for you. Check your inbox for more information, including unique seasonal activity ideas in the beautiful state of Wisconsin, right where you belong. Do you have a goal to increase your activity level this winter or try a new way to move? WebMD Health Coaches connect you with a real person who cares about your well-being. Hear how coaching impacted a fellow Well Wisconsin participant's life. Hi, I have really enjoyed health coaching. Um, I'm at a point in my life where my metabolism has changed and some of my uh, life has changed with kids um, going off to college and I was able to lose 30 pounds this year with a lot of positive feedback, support, suggestions from the different health coaches. Um, I've just completely appreciated all of their input and positivity. It's really been extremely helpful and I'm so grateful. In 2024, we're offering new specialties, so coaching is more tailored to your individual needs than ever before. Get started today by calling 800-821-6591 or send a confidential message on webmdhealth.com forward slash wellwisconsin. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this show. You can find our survey in the Well Wisconsin portal and our transcripts and previous episodes at webmdhealthservices.com forward slash Well Wisconsin Radio. If you're listening to this podcast on your platform of choice, be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode.